Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Hey, 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 mamas. Welcome back to another solo episode of the She is a Nourish Mom podcast. So lately I have been having some special guests on to talk to you, but I wanted to have a solo episode to talk to you about what's been going on with me lately. So most of these episodes that I've been having with you all, it's been discussing ways to prioritize your self-care, those different aspects of self-care, your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, and so on. So one of the biggest reasons why I'm so passionate about helping moms is because I am you or I have been you. You know, I had the difficulties with having a busy life, trying to nurture my children, trying to nurture my marriage, friendships, and other relationships, trying to do what I feel like God has been calling me to do in business, career, ministry. And if you all are new to me, I was dealing with depression and anxiety after I had my last son, who was now two. And it wasn't necessarily postpartum depression and anxiety. It was pretty much a manifestation of stuff that had just been going on for a while that I didn't really deal with completely. So all of those things heightened after I gave birth, you know, all the busyness and other things dealing with a newborn at that time was really weighing on me. And what healed me or helped me with my healing journey was strengthening my relationship with God, which is why I'm so passionate about teaching you ladies on how to strengthen your relationship with God as well as prioritize those other areas that will help you to be healthy and whole. You know, even if you do have a strong relationship with God, you may be lacking in the areas that allow you to serve as the mom and the woman he has called you to be. So I went through therapy for several months. That was back in 2021. And then at the end of 2022, I went back to therapy because I had been doing so much in 2022, getting back to public speaking and getting back to being the self-care strategist who loves to talk to you all about self-care and healthy living. And with a lot of times dealing with transitions, or at least for me, I don't manage my transitions well because I tend to try to do the most. I know a lot of you can relate to that. You're trying to do too much at one time. You feel like you should be further along. You know, I have a doctorate degree, I'm a self-care coach, I'm a speaker, and I feel like I should be further along. So a lot of times I feel pretty down, like I put myself down. I'm really hard on myself. You know, if you weren't dealing with depression and anxiety, you'd be further along, or if you're managing your time much better, you'd be further along, and maybe, maybe not. You know, looking at it from a positive standpoint, I know that you go through what you go through for a reason. Sometimes you are where you are for a reason. And sometimes we have to stop rushing the process. A lot of times we have to give gratitude for the good things, you know, appreciate where we are 
and remind yourself of the good things that's going on in your life. Sometimes we have these small wins or big wins that we don't even acknowledge or somebody reminds us of those big wins, we kind of diminish them because again, we feel like we should be further along. So that's pretty much how I was feeling when I began launching this podcast and getting back to coaching. I had been doing a whole lot of speaking engagements and then I've launched the podcast and I'm getting back to coaching now. And it was taking a toll on me and I knew why. Like I said, I was trying to do too much at one time, piling things on my to-do list. And then of course, when they're not getting done, I'm feeling like I'm not doing enough. Well, I should be able to handle everything, right? And then the mom guilt comes into play. And now I'm worried about how much time I'm spending with my children, how much time I'm spending with my husband. I've been working on my weight loss goals and I've been making some progress. But again, I'm shaming myself or I had been shaming myself for the lack of progress. I feel like I should have been able to get this 30 pounds off because I've done it easily in the past. And it's been hard for me this time. So I can go on and on and on about the things I have been down on myself about which is why, again, I put myself back in therapy, which is a part of my current self-care routine. I'm acknowledging I need help. I worry a lot and I don't want to be this way. I want to be able to go day by day, just having peace and joy in my life. (laughs) That's the goal, peace and joy for myself internally and outwardly in my home, with my family, my peers, in the world, you know? So, I just wanted to come on here today and tell you moms about how to manage anxiety as that busy mom. And when I'm saying how to manage anxiety, I am not a mental health therapist. (laughs) Disclaimer, I'm a physical therapist. Whole nother body part. (laughs) I deal with the function of your body, not of your brain. But these are some ways that I care for myself. Some things that I help have helped my clients within the past and just give you some ideas of what you can start doing to prioritize your self-care and help you with any anxiety or any mental health issues that you may be having. So first, I do want to bring in some scripture. You know, we got to take it to the word, y'all. So I have two scriptures that are on anxiety and there are actually several more, but the two that I really go to when I'm feeling anxious (laughs) and when I'm about to get into my word, I love these two in particular to, you know, focus on, to meditate on. And the first one is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. And it is, cast all of your anxiety onto him because he cares for you. So anytime you are feeling worried, you are feeling anxious, cast your worries, your anxieties onto the Lord because he does care for you. He does not want you to feel the way that you feel. He wants you to go to him, seek him, and he will help you. Another one is Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, and that is, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So every time for me personally, when I read those scriptures, I instantly feel some sort of relief. You know, like this is not my burden to carry alone. Jesus wants to help me. So we gotta cast that onto him, go to him and seek guidance, right? 
and he will lead you on what to focus on to relieve the anxiety so you can have peace and joy in life, right? So that takes us to some of the things that I've been doing to help me manage my anxiety. And I hope these tips have been helpful to you. I'm not saying that you have to do all of them, but there may be something that you resonate with more or you may want to try out, okay? So one thing is seeking a mental health therapist. So I'm not one of those people who say everybody should have a therapist. <laughs> you know, maybe you do, maybe you're not. I do know mental health is beneficial for everyone. I'm not going to say that everybody should. You know, I feel like that's a difference of opinion. But I will say, if you know for a fact that you have been dealing with some mental health issues for a while, for, you know, several weeks, not just, you know, a day or a week, but it's been going on for a while and it's not getting better, I will recommend that you seek therapy. At least try it out if you've never tried it out, right? If you haven't tried it, you can't say that you don't like it or it doesn't work. As Christian women, some people do prefer to seek a therapist who specializes in Christian counseling. So that can be an option. You know, if you don't want to just go to a regular, not regular, but a therapist who doesn't specialize in Christian counseling. My current therapist, I don't know if she's a Christian or not because I haven't asked her. I know she doesn't do Christian counseling, but... I am sure, you know, when I was picking her and even as we go throughout different therapy sessions, I am doing things <laughs> that I feel still aligned, not aligned with the word of God, but, you know, make sure that I'm still walking as a Christian woman. You know, she's not going to have me doing some crazy stuff that does not align with the word of God, you know, like some crystals, crystals or have me doing some crazy stuff, again, that <laughs> is pretty much demonic or new agey, right? So mental health therapy. Seek a therapist if you are dealing with any kind of mental health issue. At least get a consultation, right? And maybe they can even just give you some ideas that they don't even think you, you know, really need therapy. Or it might just be, you might just need like one or two sessions, whatever it is. Seek therapy if you know you've been dealing with some stuff for a while. Don't keep trying to do it by yourself, okay? Another thing, you may seek a life coach, such as me. You know, I help women with self-care, prioritizing those things that give you energy, right? And even with my current therapist and my previous therapist, that's one of the things that they will ask me, what am I doing for self-care? Because a lot of times it could be those simple things as getting enough sleep at night, you know, your seven to nine hours of sleep, what you're fueling your body with, those healthy foods, how you're moving your body, you know, getting that physical energy. What are you doing for rest? What are you doing for stress relief? Those are the things that my therapist would ask you. And these are things that what I do as a life coach also, I help you with those things. I don't help you to go to the deep end of work like a mental health therapist, but you know, what's the problem now? And how can we take action to move forward? So even though I'm a self-care coach, I need support too, right? I need the support and accountability. So I even have my own life coach right now who I'm working with. So I actually have a therapist and a life coach. I'm not saying that you need to have both, but I'm just letting you know what I'm doing and that these are some things that you can do. You can have one or the other or both, okay? For me, self-care shifts on how I do it. So as a busy mom of three, when I had a newborn, I had to figure out what self-care looked like for me in that season because I could not always have my alone time. I could not always have my alone time with God. You know, I might start out having my alone time. Next thing you know, my baby is crying and I have to feed him. So I have to figure out how to incorporate my Bible studies, my prayer life, while I was even doing those things, you know, getting creative. Sometimes you have to tap into your creativity. So 
having my toddler, the <laughs> he's in the terrible twos. My six-year-old is very hyperactive. I have to see what self-care looks like for me in this season of my life. I do get a little bit more quiet time than I did when my two-year-old was an infant. But what does self-care look like for me now? And what's the best time for me to incorporate a good time to relieve my stress. For me, I have a lot going on in my mind. So how can I mentally dump out what I need to dump out so I can have better focus? That really helps me with my anxiety. I have to focus better. <laughs> so sometimes just having a good brain dump, laying everything out on a piece of paper. I have to be very, very organized, which is hard for me because it's new to me being very organized. But having a planner, writing down my to-do list, having the sticky notes, having alarms on my phone. These are different things that keep me focused because when I don't have some kind of structure, I'm all over the place. So with that being said, you may have heard me name a couple of different things and it may sound like a lot, but what I want you to gain from that is you have to have some kind of structure if you are always worried about things, if you're very anxious. You pretty much need order for everything from a morning routine, your self-care routine, a nighttime routine, a work routine. You have to have like a routine for everything. A set time, it doesn't have to be strict, but at least have a set time overall of when you're going to do certain activities, okay? And then a big thing for me is sticking to that time. So if I said I'm going to work, I have to prevent myself from walking past a pile of clothes, a pile of toys, and getting irritated, and then starting to tackle that task. Like, let me just go ahead and clean up these toys. Let me go ahead and put these dishes away or wash the dishes. And then that time took away from my work time. And now I'm flustered and frustrated because now it's evening when I said I didn't want to work, but now I'm working because I'm trying to make up time from earlier. So that's how my mind is sometimes, well, a lot, and it feels all over the place. I have to be structured and then stick with my set times to do things, okay? Prioritizing what to focus on too. So the dishes, if they're still there, that is okay. I will get to them during my time and then not feel like you have to do everything at once so let's say the house is a mess you know what we might call a mess there's, there's toys all over the place you may want to do like a five minute pickup or a 10 minute pickup you can actually set your alarm this is something i'm starting to do now that my coach has had me do set a timer for like five minutes 10 minutes 15 minutes however long you want and then whatever you do in that time frame that's it <laughs> when the alarm goes off go on to the next thing that you're supposed to do, even if that's supposed to be winding down to go to sleep, right? So prioritizing what's most important to focus on, putting that on your calendar, your to-do list, sticking with it, really setting out a time to do those different activities. Again, sticking with it, don't get off track. And like I said, maybe setting some a set time, you know, so maybe timing yourself to do that activity, even if it's exercising, even if it's spending quality time with your children. So that's another thing that has made me anxious. I'm always worried about, I'm always working, and I'm not spending enough time with my children. I just saw a study that said that the average American household, the families, they are spending like 37 minutes or less with each other each day. And it said the main thing is you don't want to focus on the quantity of time but the quality of time and it makes so much sense because like with my oldest son he mainly just wants to get on some kind of group chat with his friends and play video games he would rather do that usually than spend time with me and i understand it i've been a teenager before so spending quality time with him might just be 10 minutes it may just be that riding the car or just setting out a specific day that you spend time with everybody, you know? So me and my family, we try to have like an actual family night each week, okay? 
sometimes it is really good to spend quality time with each child individually. So it's a little bit easier for me to spend quality time with the younger ones because they want to be around me <laughs> versus the teenager who doesn't. But I'm making sure that I'm spending some quality time with them, not just being in the same room with them, but actually doing an activity with them. My two-year-old, he's busy, so he may only spend some time with me for a few minutes and then he's running on about his business. I've gotten anxious about in the past, I'm like, I'm trying to spend quality time with him and he's all playing with his toys. Well, I guess he got what he needed from me, right? So I don't have to keep stressing about the amount of time, but the quality of time. If he got what he needed from me and he's going about his business, great. So whatever you're dealing with, stop stressing about things that probably only matter to you. Nobody else. Your family isn't worried about how much time you're spending with them. And if they are, you just make a plan of action. So maybe you're not spending enough time with your husband. You haven't spent any time with your children all week. Just change your game plan and make a plan for that and stop stressing about it. I know it's easier said than done. <laughs> or for me, I wouldn't be in therapy now, you know, trying to deal with this anxiety. But I'm just saying, take small steps. Cast your burdens onto the Lord. And if you can just do one small step today, whether that is you know, spending more time with God to get clarity on your next step. Maybe seeking out a therapist, maybe researching, you know, a life coach to work with, maybe getting a planner or some kind of organizational system that works specifically for you, not your girlfriend, not even for me. Get something that works for you. And then it's going to be trial and error. You know, we have to see what works and don't work, you know, and then stick with it. If it works, keep doing it. If it doesn't work, then... <laughs> Think of a different game plan, okay? You can even do like a time inventory of how long it takes you to do certain activities. So sometimes I overestimate or underestimate or underestimate how long it would take for me to do something. So then that's what caused me to worry when I'm not getting these tasks done. So sometimes you have to just do a time inventory. You can do that for a week to see how long it's taking you to do these activities. So you can make a game plan, again, on how to figure them out, you know, how to get them done, even if it is in... 10 or 15 minute chunks at a time, okay? So those are some of the things that I've been working on. Getting more organized, seeing a therapist, seeing a life coach for accountability outside of therapy and prioritizing my time with God as well. Because even with that business, sometimes God can end up like being on your to-do list. And I don't want God to be on my to-do list. I want us to have a natural relationship, okay? So really spending time with him, seeking his word, and letting everything flow from that. Only thing I should be worried about is my relationship with him and everything else will be okay. He's gonna help me with everything else. And I pray that you will spend some time with him to see clarity on what it is that you need. Cast your anxieties onto him and feel free. Start your healing journey to be healed from anxiety or whatever is bothering you, whatever is causing some worry in your life, some distress. So you can find what peace and joy looks like for you and your family. All right. As I told you, self-care helps a lot with your anxiety. So making sure that you are feeding your mind, your body, and your soul. So I want you to go to the show notes and download the Busy Christian Mom Self-Care Workbook. And it will help you through some of these things I talked about. Finding simple ways to start managing your time better. Prioritizing what's the most important things to focus on. Ways to nurture yourself mentally. How to de-stress, relax each day. Do mentally energizing activities. 
and doing those physically energizing activities as well. And of course, how to strengthen your relationship with God if you're slacking in that area. Okay, so download your Busy Christian Mom self-care workbook and let's go ahead and close out in prayer. Father God, I pray for the mama listening to me today. I pray that she's dealing with any anxiety, any depression, any mental health issues. If there's anything worrying her, that's bothering her, causing any distress, that's disturbing her peace in life. I pray that you will heal her mind, body, and soul. I pray that she will cast her burdens onto you and allow you to help her, allow you to lead her and guide her on how to be healthy and whole and be the woman that you have called her to be to have more joy and peace internally and externally in her relationships with her children, in her marriage, in her friendships, in her business, her ministry, every area that you have called her to serve in. I pray that you will heal her, again, mind, body, and soul, and show her how to manage her time, what to focus on in the season of her life, and how to just be at peace with where she is currently and give her the encouragement that she needs to move forward in her healing journey, to be healed. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Mama. So I will see you in the next episode. Let me know if that Busy Christian Mom self-care workbook is helpful to you. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the She is the Nourish Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.